Welcome back to the show. My guest today is Alex Edelman. Alex is the CEO and co-founder of Lolly. And Lolly is kind of like a rewards platform that allows you to receive free Bitcoin when you shop online. So ever since I heard about Lolly, I really wanted to have Alex on and speak to him. For one, just I love their social media, the way they approach their social media. It's just very down to earth, very personal, doesn't come off as corporate or branded or anything like that. And it's, I think they were doing a really good job with it. The other reason is, is Lolly's uh, business model basically allows people, especially people that are unfamiliar with the space that don't currently own or hold Bitcoin, to actually begin to accumulate some. And become familiar with holding it. And they do so in a really frictionless way. In a really risk-free way. You know, it's not like an investment where you put your money in and maybe it goes down and you're disappointed or you lose your hard-earned money. No, this is a platform that all you have to do is go about your regular daily life. And if you're with the right merchant, the right store, and it's expanding very quickly, then you can get Bitcoin back for free. And I just think in terms of adoption, you know, we always talk about adoption in the industry uh, how do we get more people on board? And of course, things like education are a big part of it. But, you know, such a frictionless way where all anybody has to do is just install the browser extension. And then when they shop, they automatically accumulate Bitcoin. They don't need to know anything about storage or wallets or anything like that. The investment case, they just get to live their life, accumulate Bitcoin and then they can work on the education and work on all the different considerations required if they want to be more serious about it from there. So anyways, I just thought this was a super cool concept and the team at Lolly were executing it super well. So naturally, I wanted to speak with Alex. If you guys enjoy this rapid fire portion, don't forget there's a further discussion episode as well, which is again, just a chance for myself and Alex to have kind of a more open free flowing conversation around Bitcoin, around Lolly and pretty much around anything we wanted to talk about. So that's it. Enjoy. Let's do it. What is money? Um, money is is a uh, is what we believe has value um, in society. Okay, if you had to explain Bitcoin to your grandmother, what would you say? Bitcoin is is new money. It's digital money uh, that lets everyone in the world um, have access to the same money, and it gives everyone in the world the ability to transfer that money um, uh, with each other, free of of any third parties. How long after you heard about Bitcoin did you purchase it? I think it was a year, a year to a year and a half after that, that I started to feel comfortable uh, with the idea. And, and I, I was always fascinated by the principles of it, um, but I wasn't quite sure as like, you know, quote unquote, an investment. Um, and I think I learned about it and then did a bunch of research, got really fascinated by it, stayed, like look, kept looking at it, and then finally just like, um, you know, bought a little bit. Um, and just to have skin in the game. Right. Can Bitcoin be stopped? If so, what's its biggest vulnerability? If not, why not? I don't think Bitcoin can be stopped or will ever be stopped. I don't think it will ever go to zero. Um, I think that its biggest vulnerability right now is probably government. Um, I, I think that the major governments uh, in the world do have a lot of power in determining what money is. And governments were, are going to have to make a decision. Do they continue to innovate? Um, and, and connect the entire world, or do they defend their, their own uh, nations uh, and their, their own currency? Um, I do think that it won't matter at the end of the day who fights it, um, because I don't believe it has, it, it will be stopped, um, because it's just, it's just too pervasive and too powerful right now, and it's, it's really difficult to, to create 
um, anything that has that sort of um, distribution. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of competitors. We already have seen a lot of competitors um, that a lot of things that like look like Bitcoin. Um, and I'm constantly like, I'm, I'm, it seems like I'm a maximalist, but I'm actually like always looking for something that is better. I just haven't found it. Bitcoin is the best thing I've ever found. Um, and I'm always looking to being proven wrong. Um, but I, 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 I look at every white paper with like open eyes. I try to think about it with like fresh eyes. Right. Um, but the, the biggest factor definitely is government because of the power that they have. Um, if you were to make Bitcoin illegal in China, the U.S., um, Europe. Um, I do think that that would, that would definitely stop a lot of people from working in the space. Uh, I think it would make it very difficult for us to build in the space. Um, if, if someone were to make it illegal, um, I, I can go, sorry, I go really deep into like the more macro, uh, economic theories I have, but that's, that's like probably for another podcast. So let's, we'll pick up that another time. Okay. Next one is when someone, when you have these conversations with people about Bitcoin and it's dismissed, out, you know, outright. What's your response? Um, I, I just encourage. I don't, I don't really try to fight it. Um, I think I've seen enough people come around uh, that my initial reaction is just like I, I just always ask them. I leave them with the question of like, do like do research on what money is. Um, you may not agree with Bitcoin. There, you may have things that you've heard, things that you disagree with. But the first thing that I always I, I need everyone to make sure that they understand before they 100% dismiss Bitcoin is that they understand what money is and, and what the, is in their wallet. And um, I think when people start to do their research, then they come back and they start to think about it. And that question, we think about, we, we think about money or we, sorry, we think we think about money all the time because we pay for things every day. But we don't actually know what's behind it and how it works and everything like that. So once you leave that question lingering in someone's head, most people come back and they're like, I thought about it and it is crazy to me of like, like that, how we determine what has value all over the world. And Bitcoin makes a whole lot more sense. So I've converted enough people over the course of like five years that it was never, I don't think I've, I, I still to this day, I've never told anyone to buy Bitcoin. Um, I've always said, do your research and, and like, you know, figure out what money is. But I encourage people to do research about Bitcoin. And I have gotten a lot of people into Bitcoin. Um, but I, I don't think, I've ever tried to convince anyone like on the spot or like, I don't even know if I have, maybe I have convinced someone on the spot, but a lot of times it's just like me putting things out into the ether, me talking about it, me, me continuing to like spread what I love about it. And then more and more people have come to me, um, over time to, to learn more about it. What is your most recent aha or level up in, in understanding Bitcoin? We all go through these stages where we think we know it and then we learn something new. Is there anything in the, in recent times that you've kind of like, learned about it hmm. oh, that's a good question what recently um i think do um hmm. great question i think like i mean recently i guess is all relative um i think a year and a half ago um i was really thinking hard about what was going to disrupt bitcoin and is bitcoin as powerful as i think it is um and i think i think i am right about, uh, that it is as powerful as I think it is. Um, and, but a year and a half ago, you know, it was very, it, it still is, but it was very volatile. There was other assets that people were talking about the flippening, uh, Ethereum was gaining all this steam. Um, Ripple had come out, uh, Tron, all these other like, like, you know, cryptocurrencies, even like nation state cryptocurrencies. 
Um, I think like one of the biggest things is just understanding its resiliency and like understanding like second layer solutions that can be built to solve the problems that I initially thought that Bitcoin had that I didn't think could be solved. Mm -hmm. Like things like, like lightning network, I think are just amazing that people are building right now that work that solve a lot of the issues that I would have said, uh, Bitcoin had and needed to fork three, four years ago. Now I'm like, I don't know if Bitcoin ever needs to fork. Like it just might be, it, it is, if you can keep building second layer solutions with privacy, with, um, you know, potentially like smart contracts, with, uh, giving people the ability to, uh, you know, transact, um, on a, on, on a second layer and, and transact more efficiently and, and quickly, then like, what are really like, what are, what do we actually need in, in a, um, in, in a, in a cryptocurrency and in a universal store of value for now. So, uh, so far Bitcoin and the people who have, you know, contributed to Bitcoin core, um, I think have been incredible in how they've, uh, run it and, and, and managed it. Um, and yeah, I think that's been one of the biggest things is just like learning about second layer solutions like lightning and liquid and, and others that are really helping evolve the ecosystem. Yeah, it's really interesting how the new innovations change the, the dominant narrative of the time. You know, like the narrative of the time is can't scale. Innovation happens, then the narrative changes to something else. And I think what we're seeing now is the, the, the importance of the trust and immutability, like as a base layer, is really coming to the forefront. And then the, the technologies being built on top of that are trying to solve some of those issues that emerge. Uh, moving on, when do you think the first central bank will purchase Bitcoin, if ever? I think they already have. Um, <laughs> I'm getting I, that response I, a lot. Yeah, um, I, I personally think, I mean, I, I think the U.S. probably already has. Um, and then I also think that a lot of countries already have, but haven't talked about it yet. Um, I, I think that, like, reserves are uh, a really interesting phenomenon that will happen in the future of, like, when people start to use uh, Bitcoin as a reserve, over gold that they can't physically own because somebody else has it in their reserve. You, and then US dollars, you you can't have because it's like you can't control because it's somebody else's Fed that's controlling how much are, are in there. But right now, the US dollars functions for, you know, uh, for most countries' sake as a stable coin, as a stable reserve. Mm -hmm. and, and so countries literally have US dollars in their reserve in case their, um, their own currency doesn't uh, you know, doesn't work. So, or, or you know, goes into, um, into, uh, hi I'm sorry, long day. Uh, it's, it's <laughs> late over here. Um, <laughs> it goes, it goes into hyperinflation or just any sort of inflation, uh, to stable it out. People will buy us dollars. So I think that there's, um, already like many governments have already probably bought Bitcoin, uh, and many will continue to buy more Bitcoin. It'll really just be a percent that they have in their reserve. Um, and different central banks will, will buy different amounts. Yeah, I mean, it really seems inevitable uh, for that to happen. Anyways, uh, biggest mistake you've made with Bitcoin? Uh, selling any of it and and uh, <laughs> uh, buying anything, but I guess it's good. You know, I kind of look at the buying as like an altruistic, uh, you know, feat of like you you have to do it to show uh, that it, ha it has value. But it's like I look back. It's a rite of passage, like, I think. You know, yeah. buying something with Bitcoin. Yeah, I mean, I, I regret all of those moments, but at the same time, um, I've bought some cool stuff that will, you know, hypothetically be. Uh, I, I will, I will have assigned a lot of value because I spent so much money uh, buying it. Um, 
that I will I will have value for the things that I bought with those uh, with with Bitcoin. Um, I don't know about any other I'm trying to think of any other mistakes other than selling. Um, yeah, that's probably about it. Uh, how do you feel about Satoshi Nakamoto, Bitcoin's creator, being anonymous and the coins that he, she, they likely uh, have or control? I think it's good. It's a good thing. Um, it hasn't moved. If it ever moved, it would it would probably um, break a lot of a lot of Bitcoin, um, a lot of what Bitcoin is. I think the fact that it is anonymous is that there is like only a set amount of these things. Um, it just changes the amount that's that's in circulation. So we just sort of treat it as like this sunk amount that is that we're probably never going to see. And I think it would be probably a good thing if um, if like he never he she they uh never um comes out um of wherever they are or if they're even alive what have you learned about yourself if anything or or how have you changed as a result of interacting with bitcoin we've talked about this obviously on in our chat yeah great question um it's given me hope for humanity um i i think i always wanted to live in a world that we were all connected i i uh grew up um, you know, my, my mom's Mexican, my, my dad's, uh, Jewish, um, you know, Long Island Jew. And I, I just sort of like, I, I feel like, um, my culture, uh, my, 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 my family, my life is just like, you know, this sort of a hodgepodge of, of culture. And I also grew up in the South, which is very different from both of those cultures. And, uh, I, I always sort of attached identity to just like being a human and, and never really feeling, um, like we shouldn't all be connected. And when I would go to school with people that were from different countries, different socioeconomic backgrounds, different religions, I always felt um, this deep connection to all of them, no matter how different they were than me and my background. And it's re- it was really sad to me when I started building technology professionally around like age 16 and realizing that I couldn't transact seamlessly. I could communicate almost seamlessly with people all around the world, uh, but I wasn't truly able to inter- uh, interact with them and, and uh, have commerce with them. And I do think, um, I've believed this for a long time, that commerce drives peace, commerce drives understanding. If we are incentivized to be friends, we are going to want to know each other better. And at the end of the day, most war, most hate comes from misunderstanding. So Bitcoin's the first thing that I've ever seen that is this economic incentive in order to bridge peace, to, to have two people trust each other and want to work together. Um, and I do think it has the, you know, the potential to bridge uh, the entire world and to be a medium of exchange for the entire world. Uh, and it's the first thing I've ever seen that truly has that um, like incredible scale and technology to be able to do that. I love that, man. And uh, someday in the future, when we do a sit down, we'll go down the rabbit hole of, you know, Bitcoin's impact on psychology, philosophy, society, because I love having those conversations. But for the time being, we'll move on. Would you ever sell, uh, you know, the majority of your position in Bitcoin? I don't think so. Um, I, I mean, I, I, unless there was something else that convinced me it was better than Bitcoin, but I've, I've held pretty strong. I, 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 like, I'm not, I'm not really a short term thinker. Um, I, I pretty much play the long game in all cases. Nice. Um, and I, it, I think there would have to be a lot for me to, um, believe that Bitcoin does not have value, um, more so than other things or something else has more value than Bitcoin. Right. Um, I, and so if something came along 
that led me to believe that, uh, then, then I, I won't say never because I want to be open-minded always. Um, uh, but, uh, I, it would, it would have to be pretty, something pretty compelling. You're holding on pretty tight basically. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big believer. Uh, related to that, have you ever purchased other coins? If so, are you likely to do so again in the future? Oh yeah. Actually, maybe that's my biggest regret. <laughs> when you trading uh, trading bitcoin for other other coins that i've since regretted yeah i mean i you know three five four years ago i got all excited about all these other coins i thought like oh there's all these uh, scalability challenges to bitcoin um i was you know i was building another company in, in like the e-commerce space and i i felt like um i i it was like oh i want privacy and so i or i want speed or i want all these other things and so all these other tokens came out, all these other coins came out, and I got really excited about like a lot of them. And and so yeah, I like I bought plenty of shit coins and <laughs> and uh, plenty of maybe maybe some of them will will turn out to be um, you know projects. But so far, uh, I wish to be honest, if I I just suck with Bitcoin. Um, so yeah, I think uh, yeah, that's probably that's probably the best answer to that. Yeah, man, I, I haven't. Uh... You know, I, I have done that as well. Not thankfully, not to a, a large degree, but uh, it's one of those things that you know I I regret. But also, you know, Bitcoin always welcomes you back with open arms. Like e- everything's going to be okay. Just just come back, and it'll be fine. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here. I'm still, yeah, you know, um, it might be more expensive, but it's, it's still there. Yeah. Uh, most controversial or contrarian view or opinion on Bitcoin, if any? Ooh, gosh, that's a great question. Um, most contrarian opinion on Bitcoin. Oh, earning is, is more important right now than, than any other thing. Um, I think like people have to be incentivized to get into Bitcoin. And I think there's like still so much around buying and you have to keep in mind the consumer and most people are not investors. And so you're giving them this like volatile asset and you're saying, hold on for dear life and don't, you know, and, and that's just like, such, I, I think it's like a bad way to get involved. I think earning and what we're doing is, is the best, but I mean, it's, it's, it's also, I'm biased in this company we're building. Um, I just think t- having a little bit and, and just like putting your, your foot in by doing something you're already doing, which is shopping. I, I think it's just like, it's such a better way to train people and to teach people about why Bitcoin is important. And then over time, uh, and that's also very important for the merchants. Um, and then over time, like we shift to to payments when when Bitcoin is ready. Yeah, man, I, t- I I totally agree. And what's 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 missed in a lot of these conversations is the emotional roller coaster of being an investor in Bitcoin, and you completely remove that from the situation in a, in a product and service like Lolly because it's it's basically free money, and you don't really have to worry about it. It's 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 you're not losing money by an investment, and I, like we've all been there where we're checking the price and the chart and up and down, and like it's a really being a hodler, hodler is a real emotional thing, and th- removing that element, I think, would really foster m- more rapid adoption. Yeah, I to- I totally agree. So more more earners, more stack and sats, in my my opinion. Yep. Uh, any reliable ways of spotting a paradigm shift? Hmm. Um. I mean, I I like building companies that have bird's eye views of uh of of spotting that shift. Um, I think that because we, our users are at the forefront of adoption, they are just coming into Bitcoin, like seeing a paradigm shift, I don't think is going to come from the institutional side. I think the institutional side will certainly move the markets and it'll go up and down when countries get involved, when institutions get involved. But I think spotting the institution, sorry, spotting, um, paradigm shifts 
are really important at our level. Seeing at like how consumers learn about Bitcoin, like what questions they're asking and understanding that consumer is so important. Like I, I, I can make a really strong argument that while Coinbase's customers have more money, um, ours are more important for understanding the paradigm shift because they are at the forefront of adoption. And the next 10 million people, the next 100 million people, the next billion people, um, I don't know if they're going to come on board from buying Bitcoin. I, I think they'll probably come on board from earning Bitcoin in right. some capacity. Do you have a morning routine? If so, what is it? Uh, no, I'm not a big routine person. I know, I know that there's a lot of like founders that like swear by certain things. Um, I, I actually like try, I'm kind of an anti-routine person. Um, try to mix it up. I, I try to mix it up all the time and we'll see if that in, in the future, if that's good, but like I, it's always served for me. Um, if you couldn't tell, I have like really bad ADD and I'm kind of all over the place and it's sort of, uh, it's, it's good for me and that I can do a lot of tasks at once and I can think about a lot of things, um, throughout the day and I can context switch very actively, which as a CEO, that's, what's really important. Um, to be able to hop into different meetings and to make decisions very quickly on limited information. Um, but as far as like routines go, yoga is probably my biggest routine. Uh, and I don't think I've actually talked about that very much, but that's like my Zen. Uh, it's my place where I just like reset. I, I have like peace of mind and, and just feel really, really good um, and have moments of clarity. Um, I um, like, um, I'm not a pothead, but I do smoke uh, almost therapeutically. Um, I, I think that that is, you know, arguably a routine. I think when I need to get outside of my head and I need to think big picture, um, or bigger picture and if I'm getting wrapped up in details, um, I, I do need to like zoom out a little bit. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I love marijuana and I, I'm all for like legalization, um, of it. Um, and I, I would say that that is part of my, uh, routine. Um, and then, Reading, I try to read a lot, um, but nothing like consistently. I think just uh, like as I said before, looking for new sources of information and new uh, new new uh, sources of truth, um, and also trying to surround myself with as many like smart people as possible. Um, right, right. And then oh, basketball. Play basketball every weekend. So uh, nice. it's a good. Like, I love that man. And I I just got to ask this one follow up. I'm really I'm trying to move through these as quick as possible because I'm t I'm chewing up your time. But in a search for truth and the, and the things you just mentioned, um, have psychedelics ever come into play in that in that uh, mix? Uh, uh, no comment about. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I feel comfortable talking publicly about about marijuana right now, but. Uh, yeah, no comment. Denver just <laughs> Denver just legalized the uh, psilocybin mushrooms recently, I believe. Um, oh, but anyways, we'll save that, that conversation for another time. Yeah, you want to share your experiences? Yeah, I mean, I'm very open about the, my practice with it all. It's you know, I, I've interviewed a lot of people in the space from the scientific side and all that kind of side, stuff. So I think they're tremendously beneficial. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that some other time. I, I'd love that. Last two questions. How do you define success? Um, I, I guess I define it differently throughout my life. Um, I, I think for me right now, it's about impact. Um, how much can you Im positively impact the world uh, by the things that you're doing every day? And to me, that's, that's success. Um, are the things that I'm doing, are the things that I'm putting into the world uh, going to make the world uh, better? And is it going to lead to a better future. And I wake up every day and I, I confidently uh, believe that. 
Um, and then there's like, you know, if you zoom in, there's other factors for success. Like, you know, I, I don't like talking about like KPIs and stuff, but like, yeah, we, am I, am I getting the merchants I was wanting to get? Are we, do we have the users that we want sure. um, to get on the platform? Um, but yeah, I, I think the more interesting uh, bit of success and, and more long-term thinking um, is about uh, impact. Yeah, love it. Alex, last thing, less than 30 seconds. This is just word association. I say a word, you hit me back with another one, all right? Man, I love it. <laughs> Testing me like 8.30 p.m. Yeah. Satoshi good. Nakamoto. Oh, this is, uh, I, I don't, <laughs> there's, not, there's, <laughs> there's not one good word for, for that. Because you can't say leader because we don't have a leader. There's uh, something popping into your mind right now though, right? Yeah. Leader must have been it. I, I, leader, but there's nuance to saying leader because I, I think that every great thing in the world started with one person having that thought. Mm-hmm. And so I, I say leader with the caveat that there can be like almost this like servant leader that put this thing out into the ether, but not as like we follow this individual. So caveat, that was the first word I, I said uh, is that we needed, you know, uh, Satoshi Nakamoto to exist, to, to give us Bitcoin. Um, but yeah, we, we, we there, the beautiful thing about Bitcoin is that there are no, uh, leaders. All right. We'll go with caveat for the word association answer to Satoshi Nakamoto. Government. Slow. Hash rate. Mm, I got nothing. The individual. Powerful. Security. Important. Stacking sats. Wally. <laughs> uh, Fiat. Uh, control. Altcoins. Shitcoins? Pizza. Delicious. Libra. Adoption. <laughs> Gold. Store of value. Lolly. Stack and sats. And finally, Bitcoin. Freedom. Awesome. Alex, super sorry I chewed up an extra 20, 25 minutes of your time, but I really appreciate it. Uh, just had a, such a great time conversing with you. Uh, I think at this point, everybody's going to know where to go to, to find out more. But if you want to throw out Twitter or, 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 e- or a website or anything like that, feel free. Yeah, just lolly.com, L-O-L-L-I.com. And then try lolly is where we're at on Twitter. You know, as we talked about, super active. Uh, always love to hear about you know anything from the community, um, and and yeah, just keep us accountable. Keep asking for new merchants, better rates, everything. So uh, and we'll keep giving it to people. So thank you so much for uh, taking the time to the interview, and yeah, really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Alex, and I uh, I look forward to uh, a deeper dive on some of these issues when we uh, meet face to face someday and do a, a live recording. But until then, all the best uh, with everything related to Lolly and in your own pursuits. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk in the future. Awesome. Take care, John. Take care, brother. Cheers. Bye. What's up, guys? I hope you like the show. Why do people say guys? I'm really just speaking to you, the person who's listening by yourself right now. So yeah, you, person. Thank you for listening, first of all. If you liked the rapid fire portion, then don't forget there is a longer discussion I had with Alex that's also available wherever you downloaded this podcast. It's about 45 minutes long. We talk more about Bitcoin, about Lolly, and a bunch of stuff in general. So if you like the rapid fire portion, I'm sure you'll like that as well. Thank you for checking them both out. Take care. I'll see you next time.